Hey everybody, I'm Devin Boker and this is a short from the wildlife on the cookie cutter shark. Because, you know, right now a lot of people are making holiday cookies with cookie cutters and I thought, hey, it fits thematically. This shark is also known as the cigar shark. For that one time a sailor mistook it for a cigar and only realized their mistake after trying to light it up. I'm kidding, of course. It's Isistius Brasiliensis. Hey, I made no promise that I could pronounce scientific names. It's of the shark family Delatidae. The genus name Isistius is based on Isis. No, not the terrorist group, but after Isis, the Egyptian goddess of light. They inhabit warm, deep, about two miles down, so deep for us, but on an overall oceanic scale, uh, ocean waters around the world where they spend most of their time hovering in the water column like little creeps. This shark occurs in warm oceanic waters worldwide. At dusk, they migrate vertically to the surface. They're fairly small in comparison to what one would typically think of when imagining a shark at at least eh, two feet maximum. Perhaps the coolest adaptation of the cookie cutter shark is the way that it uses its bioluminescence in tandem with its dark brown color to create two different visual manipulations. Possessing light emitting photophores on its underside, the produced glowing green light helps to give the appearance of light entering the water from above when viewed from underneath. This is part of why they move up and down in the water column depending on the time of day to match the amount of light and not risk standing out like a neon takeout sign. The dark collar, on the other hand, is believed to act as a lure, which mimics the silhouette of a smaller fish. When a potential predator approaches the lure, the shark seizes upon the opportunity to quickly attach itself using its Steven Tyler lips and biopsies a 2-inch wide and 3-inch deep circular chunk out of the pursuer. Kind of like a biscuit cutter. Actually, Maybe we should rename these biscuit cutters. In the words of Michael Gary Scott, my how the turntables. The cookie cutter is also known to travel in schools, which only enhances this illusionary trickery. It uses its top teeth to grip before retracting its tongue in a very clever way that creates suction before using the lower teeth as a bandsaw while it violently shakes and wiggles to retrieve its fleshy dumpling. In some parts of the world, virtually every dolphin, or other cetacean, has scars from this nightmare baker. Seals and other pinnipeds, large fish, and really any medium to large-sized creature, including squids, are fair game. Sometimes even humans. Though that's super incredibly rare, so don't freak out, please. If you want to see pictures of these sharks, as well as a watercolor painting, uh, putting air quotes around that that I did, about a year ago, a range map, and uh, some pictures of, well, I guess you could say victims of cookie cutter sharks, check out the link in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. This is The Wildlife. You can support us at patreon.com slash the wildlife. We are officially, if you missed the news, a 501c3 public charity. Yes, that's amazing. And we have a lot of programs that we are uh, really trying to, to kick into gear and uh, get into high function so that we can start making some change in this world. All right. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Devin Boker.